Now, it's Texans All Access. Here we go. Johnny, it has finally happened. Andre Johnson is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We don't have to worry about it anymore. It is done, and it is glorious. I know you know people, oh, he's been waiting, he's been waiting, and it feels like it's been a lot longer wait. And I know for Andre, it probably felt like a, a decade. Um, but he got in on his third opportunity. And when you look at the annals of history, there have been a lot of guys that didn't get in that you thought would have gotten in uh, that had to wait four, five, six years or six attempts or seven attempts, whatever it is, to get into the Hall of Fame. I always felt like, and you and I had the same thought, we always felt like Andre was a Hall of Famer. But there's always this backlog of, you know, this backup of wide receivers. And then there are guys that have been around that, like, okay, there was one year, I think it was 20, I think it was maybe his first year, actually, I looked at it and went, man, I got a feeling they're going to put some of these guys in on this ballot um, because they've been waiting for a while. This this feels like kind of, you know, clearing, clearing the clog, if you will. And they put yeah. some guys in that I looked at it and went, you know, I think they're in the hall of very good. I don't want to knock anybody that gets in. But I kind of felt like that was the year. Then last year, it felt like there were a lot of first timers that you felt like, okay, you're not going to get in over them. And you're only taking five, so it leaves only a couple of spots. A couple of guys have been waiting for some years. Okay, that makes some sense. I always looked at it wasn't happening the first year. I kind of felt like this was the year. When you looked at the crew and the crop and you felt like, okay, this is a way to kind of break up this receiver group. Start with Andre because he's the best of this group, and then you can move on from there. Yeah. But I've always felt like this was this was the year. And when when you see it, when you hear it, you just and I know you have you called every one of his games. I've gotten to know Andre, you know, from 2014 on. It's special when you have somebody that you you know going in and you know the work that went in. And you called all of his games in Miami. And you called all of his games here. I know this has got to be a really cool feeling for you for sure. Well, I was wondering how I would feel. And I feel like, well, was I going to react as if it's a playoff game win or a championship <laughs> or how would it feel? And it feels glorious. It really does. It yeah. feels so satisfying and validating for the organization and for him to get in. He so deserves to be in. And for many years, he was the best thing. Not that there weren't other good things. I want to be right. clear on that. But he was the best thing yeah. about this team year after year to watch, to come to NRG Stadium and see him perform. And I knew. I felt it describing the action all those years from 2003 on that you were watching one of the great ones. Mm -hmm. I feel very similarly about a certain person, offensive rookie of the year, on the <laughs> roster right now, yeah. okay? Yeah. But I felt that way for Andre Johnson for years. You just saw him operate. I felt like watching Larry Bird or somebody like that who you know is going to be a great one, a Hall of Famer, and that's what he is. And as I say it, Johnny, isn't it cool? It feels so good <laughs> yeah, to say Andre Johnson great. Hall of Famer, and all the great halls he's in—the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and the University of Miami Hall of Fame, and the Houston Sports Hall of Fame—they're great. This is the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This is Canton. He is yeah. in, and here we go to Canton to watch him okay. get inducted. Okay, yeah. So there's that. Our, I gotta think. I gotta think. Even though I don't think CJ would play in the game, mm. I gotta think we're in that Hall of Fame game. It's been a while. It was the very we did, had the very first one, right? Yes, the very shocky first game. One. Yep. Um, I would think the we're shocky game. Uh, the shocky guess I remember about mm. it. Shocky was incredible. Yep. Speaking of a 2001 Miami Hurricane, yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. Um, it 
I would think we're going to play in that game. That would, and that would, you just kill all birds with one stone. But so, do you think D'Amico wants that game? Never mind all the pomp and circumstance and the celebratory aspect. Just as a football coach, I think he probably does. Let's I get another preseason game. And I, you know what? You get to open camp a week early. Absolutely. Of course, he wants the game. Yes, absolutely. And for that reason, we'll take it. We'll go. We'll go early. We'll do. You know, I would imagine we'll start training camp live, Texas training camp live. A oh, week yeah. earlier, or whatever it is, that's that's fine. Um, it just, I, I listen. I'd much rather start June fifteenth with no break than July fifteenth, much less July twenty sixth or whatever we started last yeah. year. Just get it going. But it, hopefully, that's what happens. But regardless, that will be a weekend that no Texans fan will ever forget. I, I remember when I first got. I got here in two thousand seven, so I got here you know, four years into his career. And I'll, I'll never forget going to my first practice and seeing Andre up close. And I've said this many times as you go to see prospects, senior bowl, whatever, and you see players up close for the first time, you just go, dang, wow. Just how he was yeah. built yeah. and realizing this guy's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Holy cow. Not everybody's built like this, are they? And you realize, no, not everybody is built like him or plays like him or works like him, you realize, okay, this dude is special. And then getting in the building in 14 when he, you know, played that final season here with the Texans and just seeing, um, you know, what he was still able to do and the gravitas that he held. And I, I heard John and, uh, John and Landry talk about this the other day. I thought this was interesting. They did a what, what Lopez called the dream meter and ranked Houston professional athletes historically based on how people feel about them in this particular city. And they put Andre at five. And it was all sports. Top just five Texans. all time. Top five. That's nice. And one of the things they said, and I, I think this is, this is interesting because I do this a lot of times. I just kind of look around the crowd sometimes and I gauge what jerseys are our fans wearing or, or just yeah. the fans wearing. And you still see a lot of 80s. And they said he's kind of moved on to another generation you know obviously there was this group of you know millennials when they were younger they grew up with Andre they watched Andre and now you've got even this younger group that knows Andre he's kind of bridged the gap if you will he yeah. has just as much respect with the younger group now than he had when he was playing as well so I thought that was a really interesting comment they made but you see a lot of 80 jerseys around yeah. and it's not just guys that you know were probably in high school that are wearing his jersey is paying homage you know it's kids Sure. It's kids. It's seven, eight, nine-year-old kids wearing number They're going to be more now, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because look absolutely. at all the footage you're seeing right now, and we're going to do a special yep. 360 on Andre Johnson next week. We've already decided, and we'll do all this other coverage, and it's all over the Texan social media channels. And you've seen it year after year as the campaign has been on to get him into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. As you mentioned, it's his third try. So every year as he gets to be a semifinalist and a finalist, you're putting out all that content. And as Andre always says – there's nothing he can do about his resume. It is yep. what it is, right? right? He caught all the passes. Do, He's yep. got all the yards, all the touchdowns, whatever the numbers are. It's the hay is in the barn right. on his career. And it's just cool. I found myself, I was watching a highlight reel this morning 
just one of those Andre Johnson hype reels. Good luck, Andre. Yep. And I was watching it. And I was, I, I'm still glued to it. I'm yep. still watching all the highlights Absolutely. because he is mesmerizing. And to see him get in is so satisfying. There's just a feeling of uh, I'm purring like a lion right now <laughs> that Andre Johnson's in the hall. And you mentioned body type and all that. And I always talk about seeing him as a red shirt fresh or as a freshman, true freshman at the University of Miami when they red shirted him because they had all those great receivers on the team and one of them, Reggie Wayne. Mm -hmm. So Andre Johnson forever, you know, I've known him for a long time. He was the Rose Bowl MVP in the national championship game for the Hurricanes, caught 199 yards worth of passes, opened the game with a big touchdown catch off the arm of the new offensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns, Ken Dorsey. And, you know, from there into his first year as the Texans, and as time went on, David Carr working with him, Matt Schaub, Sage Rosenfels, all the quarterbacks, TJ Yates, eventually you mentioned the 2014 season with Ryan Fitzpatrick and then he goes to the Colts then he goes to the Titans and then it's done and I always felt this that maybe he needed another huge year another 800 to 1000 yard season to really push him over the cliff and get him into the Pro Football Hall of Fame thank mm-hmm. goodness because he's in and again I as I say it I almost can't believe it but it's true and it's so terrific to know it's there, there's so many aspects of it obviously first First player that spent predominantly his career with the Texans. Like, yeah. when, I mean, a it's lot of good people, enough. It's, a lot of people, you know, don't even remember the Colts and the Titans yeah. years, which, yeah. th- you know, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the other thing that stood out. You know, obviously, you know, I've been a college football guy for a long, long time. That team in 2001 adds another one to the Hall of Fame. Another yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen people debate. Oh, yeah. What's the what was the best team? What was the greatest team? I'm like, the 2001 team is the most talented college football team there's well, ever what about, been. What about 2019 LSU? No, nah, I know there's a lot of that, but you got to let some water go under the bridge, right? Right. But you had Burrow, you had Chase, you had Jefferson. That's Fantastic. But after that, okay, Patrick Queen. All right, it's pretty good. There. Then you kind of slow down. So, yeah, the offensive talent. Wait, wasn't was, Stingley a freshman on that team? Stingley was a freshman on that team. He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's just, yeah, he was a true choice. freshman on that team. Yeah, it's kind of so, ridiculous. But the Hurricanes then. But the depth across, like, you know, was Kellen Winslow a backup yeah. to Shockey? Yeah. You know, and I mean, he went the sixth overall pick. Now, he didn't turn into a Hall of Famer like his dad. But you had, I mean, the talent that was on that particular team. Ed Reed's in the Hall of Fame. Andre's now in. Frank Gore, yes or no? You think he gets in eventually? Yes, he'll get I in. I think Frank Gore gets eventually in Eventually well. he gets in. Yeah, I think Based eventually. Based on longevity. He's Art Monk or more than that, obviously, right. where he is on the list. But the longevity yep. will put him into the hall. Uh, Sean Taylor should have gone in. Yeah. He definitely should have gone in. I mean, the running backs were Clinton Portis, Frank Gore. Um, I mean, that's... Most <laughs> impressive body types I've seen as freshmen in college football in history. I never saw Adrian Peterson up close and personal. Yep. As a freshman, but to me, just watching him on television, that was impressive. Andre Johnson and Sean Taylor. Those are the three yeah, yeah, most yeah. impressive yeah. I've ever seen. Absolutely. Just as far as their physical presence, mm. Sean Taylor was amazing. And you're right, he would have been a Hall of Famer. He would have been a Hall of Famer. Uh just an absolute shame that he was not able to um, you know, continue his career because he would have he would have been a long time ago. He would I think I, I thought he was on track to be the greatest safety we ever saw. In fact, even in the short amount of time that he did play, I mean, you could argue he was the definitely the best safety at that time. I mean, obviously, Ed Reed was still in the league, but 
he did things. Sean Taylor did things. My gosh. So he would have been in, but obviously not a Texan. I would I just have liked to seeing... see single platoon football, Andre Johnson safety. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> now, I saw Sean Taylor. In, in fact, the first time I ever saw Sean Taylor was I was watching one of our Sunshine Network used to be kind of the the, the Valley Sports yeah, or the AT&T yeah. Southwest, whatever, for Florida. And they had, had some TV cameras at our game, and so I thought they might have some highlights on the show. So I had the show on. I was eating dinner like 11 o'clock at night, and I'm watching the show and waiting for them to put on our highlights. And they're like, all right, let's go down to Gulliver Prep where Sean Taylor does it again. And they oh, showed gosh. like a 45-second montage of there's a run for a touchdown, there's a, a catch for a touchdown, and he also plays defense too. And they showed him absolutely decapitating this kid, and I was like, oh, my God, who is that? Yeah. And it was at that point that my love of Sean Taylor really grew. But that, I, I love that it won Hurricanes team because for all the braggadocio of the earlier, the U, Canes, and all that kind of stuff, this group was, you know, like – there were a lot of leaders, yeah, but it wasn't kind of that Michael Irvin kind of bang your chest sort of. They just went out yeah. like Andre and just did the job and just ran right through you mm -hmm. um, and did it every single week. So I, I just, you know, as we talk about, you know, this and thinking about Dre and thinking about his career, thinking about Keo Craver getting rocked in the Rose Bowl, which was awesome. Um, just to be able to say, yeah, our guy's a Hall of Famer is yeah. really, really cool. And this is just Very step cool. one because the induction and we'll find out how it plays out if yep. you're in the game and yep. what you do about that weekend because we all want to be there. Yep. We all want to be there to oh, see it happen. Oh, we all want to be there. So let's find out. But anyway, we wanted some instant reaction to that Andre Johnson Pro Football Hall of Famer.